0: Hey everyone i'm your host Brenna McCullough, and welcome back to the best season so i am recording this at 10:30 um if you hear anything in the background it's my husband playing xbox so don't be alarmed um however um today's episode comes after a really rough week um and a very disheartening week. And it's not because I'm back from vacation like yes, I was sad that vacation was over. Um, however, just had some discouraging news. Um everyone in the family's good. It's nothing like personal. It's more work stuff. So, um just very um discouraged at this point and that's sort of what we're going to um, talk about is work-life balance today, and it's gonna be, um, for episode 21 is how to make your personal life a priority. Um, that's something that I've really struggled with, um, for years, um, and it's, I think, what a lot of people struggle with. Um, Ever since I became a nurse, once I passed my NCLEX, um, you're, well, even before when you're in nursing school, you are taught how to time manage and how to figure out what's priority with work, um, and priority of being a nurse. So you're trying to figure out how to balance things in your assignments, when with your patients, um... Who you're gonna take care of first? Who's more acute right now? What's the acute problem and how we're gonna fix that? And then go to our less acute um, problems to, you know, the least important of not I shouldn't say least important, but less acute problem. So, you know, greatest to least. Um, we always learn how to manage that in nursing school. Um and that's always something I've managed, I feel like I've managed very well in being a nurse is I've I have really good time management. Um, you know, some days might I might slack more than others just because of burnout or you know lack of sleep. Sometimes we just our time management isn't up to par always. Um, some people struggle with that and some people don't. I feel like I've been one of those that can really manage my time, well manage my skills, really assess what's most important at that time, go there and then. You know, get to the other task next. However, no matter what it is with work, I, you know, starting as a nurse, I always would put personal life and myself last. And over these past four years of being a nurse, I've realized how I need to reverse that. So, not put myself last, not put my personal life last, but put it first. <clears throat> Um, so, this is a big, this is a big episode. Um, this is a big, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, and after everything this week, and just where my heart is, I feel like this is something that so many of us need to hear, um, and realize that work is not our most important aspect of our life. Yes, it is a, it's a big part, um. But a lot of us, you know, if we didn't have to work, we wouldn't work. We would choose being with our family. And if you're, you know, if the family you have is toxic and you don't see them, you have others that are your family, whether that be your friends, um, your significant others, you know, whatever you may have, um, that is your family. Um, So it's really big for me to talk about this this episode because, you know, luckily I have great family, great husband, you know, I have my son who's amazing. So I have all this support. Um, And like I said, if you are one that's not close with your family, that's okay because you have others that you're close to that mean the world to you. And there's so many times where we're choosing work, you know, I'll just say, you know, a few more minutes and I'll be home or, you know, I just have to go in a few you know, an hour early today, which then leads to an hour late or you pick up a shift or you pick up the weekend or you, you know, you're working over after an awful day and you have to get caught up on charting or, you know, if you work a a corporate job, you know, you might be having to make extra phone calls that day or extra meeting that day or later that night where you just feel like you cannot get a good work-life balance and where work is just taking over your entire life. And so that's what I really want to focus on today with you guys. So like I was saying, um, the priority today is talking about um, how to balance work and life and how to put your personal life first. Excuse me, I have a little bit of like uh, something going on with my throat. So if I sound like a frog, I'm sorry. But this was just something I felt like I had to record this weekend. It's something that's really been hitting home to me. Um, And I'll try not to get too emotional this episode. Just because being a mom and becoming a mom was a love and and an adventure I guess I didn't know I needed. Um, <clears throat> there's been, you know, years before we decided to have kids, you know, Todd and I have been together almost 13 years and it has been amazing. You know, not many can say that about their relationship, but I can truly say that about my husband is that he is, he's my life. He is my love and he is my greatest supporter and I hope I'm the same to him, um, And he is, before we had kids, we, we wanted to travel the world. We wanted to do all these things and we still want to do that. Um, But there was just something in me when we were in Hawaii that just made me realize that I wanted to be a mom and I wanted to see him be a dad. And before I was like, oh, I'm fine with working the rest of my life, saving up my time off to experience the world. And then I realized, you know what, I can do that same thing with a kid. You know, I can still travel and do all the things that I want to do and experience it with my child and get to see the world through their eyes. And so, you know, I was so excited for that. I was so excited for that next adventure to have Brooks, you know, before I knew he was Brooks, before I knew he was a boy, I wanted, I wanted that before we even got pregnant. I knew like something in me knew that I needed that and I had just quit um, a toxic job and I was like, okay, this is the perfect time I can focus on my family I can put my personal life first which I did um and now 2022 we we're dealing with a pandemic all of these things and I could have missed out on everything with Brooks you know I could have missed out on so much by not having him but then I think about work and, When I put, when I stay over or when I'm charting late and how my schedule is, which I think it would be with any job and with nursing, it's hard. You know, we have these late shifts. We have these awkward shifts that I feel like sometimes we do miss out on the family and personal time that we really need, like, um... And it's really been thrown into perspective recently of how much I need, I need my family, I need my loved ones, like all, like all of us do. Um, and there's some of us that you know they that do love working and <clears throat> and that's our priority, which is amazing. But our priorities change throughout our life, and if you're in that season of life like I am, <coughs> where you Want to put your personal life first more. You want to put your family first. I feel like this is something you should definitely listen to. So, recently I've now realized that my personal life means so much more than just a job. My family means so much more to me than just my job. You know, I've always been one that where I'm like, oh, I'll stay late. I'll do, you know, I'll do another few things before I go. And lately, it's been hard for me to pick up extra just because of having a kid, you know, and I've always been like, oh, it's so selfish. It's so selfish of me to not stay over and help and not do this and not do that. But at the same time, I realized, you know what, that is not my fault for if there's extra work or extra this or extra that, I've come to my job. I've gotten my work done. And I've got to realize a healthy cutoff of saying, okay, I know I've completed my work, but I need to get home because I have a son that I need to get to bed. I have a husband. Like on Friday nights, I look forward to being home with my husband because we don't see each other throughout the week other than like a few minutes in the mornings. He works nights, I work days. So it makes it difficult. So I always try to prioritize that Friday nights and prioritize getting home throughout the week because I get off at 8.30 and I have to hopefully be home by 9, 9.15 to get my son into bed. Um, and whenever I'm working those extra hours or I have to do extra things outside of my working hours at home or whatever I need to do, I might be doing it at home, but that's still time that I could be sleeping. I could be recording a podcast if I want to, or just being with my son a couple extra minutes before he goes to bed. And I always said I want to get to that place again of where I'm putting in all this extra time and doing extra hours and not prioritizing personal life. And I feel like I'm slowly getting back into that. Where I'm putting work first. And so this weekend I really just took a pause. And like stopped abruptly. And was like okay. You know this is how I got into a deep dive before. In my previous job where I was just miserable. Anxious. Panic attacks all the time on my way to work. Just screaming in the car crying. Because I was dreading work. It was going to be another 12, 16 hour day. Um, and you know, I have an allotted now 40 hours a week where I work. And then there's other times where I'm working six hours of overtime or whatever. And it's just, it's not, it's not, you know, what is good for me. Um, and you know, occasionally when you have to do that, it's fine. But I've just noticed that I'm having a harder time of, putting things on pause and I'll just like, Oh, I'll just finish this, you know, and be out the door, you know, half hour to an hour later. But that adds up, Uh, you know, every two weeks that'll add up on your paycheck of, you know, Oh, I put in another couple hours of overtime or this or that. And that, and then you think, Oh, that could have been 20 minutes. I could have been, you know, driving home to getting to my son or I would have already been home, or I would have already been home and had my son into bed. Or, you know, even when I have to do things at home, I'm like, you know, this is time that I could have, you know, taken for myself, you know, done some self-care. And that, you know, being a mom and being a working mom too. And, you know, if you're a stay-at-home mom too, I think that's work a working mom too, because you're you're taking care of your kids 24-7, which is a hard job. Um, no matter what work you're involved in, you know, having that and then, you know, having to take care of the kids and do all these things, it's just so much. And you don't have the time for self-care. And that, and that affects you. Just having, like the other day, I was watching a new episode of Bluey and the mom, Chili, you said, I just need 20 minutes and my husband's like, Brenna, that's what you need to say. Like you need to be more open to say like, hey, I need a break. And, and he's so right. And, you know, I feel like I'm missing just being able to take 20 minutes because, you know, when I come home at night, if I'm already an hour later, you know, that's the quicker time I have to hurry up and get my son to bed so he's not up until who knows when And then I have an hour or so with him in the morning before I have to go to work. And, you know, if work, no matter what field you're in, but with nursing, whatever, you know, you have those times where you're having really shit days and might be short-staffed, might have changes in the workplace and you're just like wanting to scream and you don't know what to do, you know? And let's say you've been wanting that raise for a while and you don't get the raise and you've been putting all this work in, it's, it's frustrating. And if you see other coworkers go through that, it's frustrating because you realize, you know, I should be a priority. Like I shouldn't be killing myself for a job or wherever you work to just, you know, not get what you deserve. And, you know, when I took vacation a few weeks ago, we went at the beginning of August I didn't realize how much I needed time of my own in my personal life to shut off my phone with like work, not look at emails, you know, to really just tune out everything and just be with my family, to just be one with myself and take 20 minutes during my day to listen to a podcast or write down what I'm feeling or... Whatever it was I was doing on vacation, you know, being at the beach, whatever I needed to do. Um, and so it really, really, really just, I, I needed it. And unfortunately, you know, we can't go on vacations all the time, but I've now, I'm thinking, okay, you know, how great was that? Like now I need to just think of, you know, putting the time I did on vacation of, Taking that time for myself and knowing when to turn my work email off, when to turn my work phone, well, not my work phone, but my personal phone, like blocking what I need to on my days off. And so I think that's something I really want to put in the forefront for me is time manage my life and work balance better. So whenever I was putting my work first before, I now need to start putting my life first and my time first. Um, And like I said, I was having a very discouraging past week, a very hard week for me. Um, And I went to my husband about my concerns, my frustrations, and just worry that I have just in general, my anxieties um, coming out. And, He just looked at me, and he said, you know, it's going to be okay, and he talked through everything with me, and just, again, just made me realize of how important it is to put your personal life first, and just know that work is not everything, you know, if you're working your ass off, and keep busting your ass, and busting your ass, and you feel like it's just not going anywhere, you know, maybe... And I'm not saying just like don't do your work, but if you're busting your ass and it's just not be being noticed, where you're putting in that time and you're not getting that raise you wanted to run it over. I saw a video today, and I forget who, uh, I forget who posted it, but it's um this really this girl's hilarious, um and I actually just started following her, um Laura, her ha- her. Instagram handle is Loe Whaley, L-O-E-W-H-A-L-E-Y. She does videos on um, how to you um, put yourself first and how to like set boundaries at work. Just sort of what um, was the preface for today's podcast. And she um, just does like funny skits, but such relatable skits on like, I think she might work from home. So she uses her work laptop, does conference calls, Zoom meetings, whatever. And um, she'll say of like um, the coworkers who don't respect your work boundaries or managers that don't respect your work boundaries. And I think it's such a huge thing. So if you are one that's struggling with that where, you know, coworkers or managers aren't understanding your boundaries and you don't know how to necessarily say it, she does have some really good advice you know, and she does have the funny skits of what you sort of want to say that's a little bit more risky. But she has someone on there that's called the work bestie. And he, she'll say, um, her one question was, how do you say, so you expect me to take me to take on more work and pay me the same? Or take on the work of two people and pay me the same? And he, and the work bestie will say in return of how you should phrase it to make it sound professional, but is a valid question. You know, I've had that in any job where you're, oh well, we we have to meet this deadline or get this work done by today. Like I need you to do this, and then you're like, well, am I going to get overtime? Am I going to get compensated fairly for this? And. Or there's times where you do it, but you wish that you would say those things. And I think that is such a big thing. So, like, even though hers is supposed to be funny and things like that, I think it's huge to really pay attention to what she says because so many of us go through that. So many of us are putting in extra work and not getting compensated fairly. And so um, I think that's something, too, that if you're putting in the work and you're not getting compensated, like, with a raise or whatever, I would just, I, for me, it's sort of like, well, you're like, well, then I'm just going to act. I'm just going to work my wage. And so if that means cutting back of how many, you know, things you're getting done and how many tasks you're doing a day, as long as you're getting the work that you're supposed to be getting done, I think that's what you should do instead of continuously busting your ass for no one to notice and no financial gain for you, no raise, you know, that's when we really get frustrated is when you're not getting compensated for the work that you're doing. And this could be over years and there's no raise and no, you know, initiative. It makes it really, really hard and can be very, very discouraging. So she really plays a big role to show, you know, how many people go through that. And that's just in a corporate office of what she's sort of talking about. Um, and I think that's something so relatable and so she, she also discusses of, you know, there's been times where a manager or a co-worker want to have a meeting at like 8.30 at night. And she's like, well, my, my work hours are from 9 to 5, you know. So if you would like to set up a meeting tomorrow at 9.30 when we're both open, I would prefer to do that. And then they're like, oh, it's only like an hour or two. And they're like, well, you can do that, but this is my time to be at home and to have a, have my personal life, you know, and it shows how, you know, many times that they'll say like, oh, well, this is your job duty, but whenever you're off the clock, that is your time to be, you know, your time, and there's, you know, before I've had calls when I'm on vacation, they're like, well, we need your help, you know, not necessarily to come in, but like with something, and Before, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I missed your call. And then I think back and I'm like, what in the actual hell was I doing? Like, I'm going to apologize for not answering the phone on vacation. Like, my child, he was sick last vacation and I got a work call and I apologized for not answering when I messaged them. And then I'm like, Brenna, are you you serious? Like, you're going to apologize when your kid was sick and you were waiting to get in to see a doctor. Like, I'm just like, Brenna, like pardon my French, but what the actual fuck? (laughs) Like sometimes I think back to what I did before and I'm just like, you're so stupid. (laughs) But we've all been guilty of doing something like that where before we felt so guilty of not responding to a work email or a work text. But at the same time, you have to put yourself first. You have to put yourself as a priority because that is what leads to burnout. And that's what got me to where I was before vacation and unfortunately, happening again after I got back. Um, and this can be from a multitude of things, but it's just, it can be very discouraging when you have burnout after burnout consistently. And so many of you, if you do work in nursing or any healthcare as a respiratory therapist, a physician, a nurse practitioner, you know, if you work in radiology, whatever you do healthcare wise, you could be, you know, janitorial staff. You know administration, which, eh, not gonna go into administration, but like, you know what I mean. It is hard. It is hard to deal with it. It's hard to time manage. It's hard to set boundaries. We are ones that are, you know, at the for at the at the front of COVID nineteen, working at bedside, doing all this stuff, and we all the time, forget to put ourselves first. And when we don't and you just go to work and you are dealing with that, dealing with COVID, dealing with illness, dealing with death, it is so much. And I can't tell you enough of how much it means to get help when you need that help. And I'm still actively looking for, you know, a counselor to go to. I do that real.com therapy which is not talking to a person, but just sort of, again, helps you learn about your anxieties. But I definitely am thinking that that might not be the best route for me because I'm one that it's nice to hear of what if what I'm feeling is valid, I guess, because I feel guilty about feeling the way that I do. And I think poorly of myself. So it's something self-esteem wise and just in general that I have to work on. And I think it's something, if I would get a counselor um, and therapy, it would just help me so much and help my personal life to remember that I do deserve to put myself first, that my life is more than just a job. And, you know, we now are, we all talk about, oh, well, I can't wait to retire and get to live my life. Like, You think of that, and you're like, that's not how it should be. I should be living my life now. I shouldn't be focusing so much on work and missing out on all the little things. Like, my son just turned a year and a half, yes, two days ago. Sorry, it's, you know, trying to remember the dates. But two days ago, turned a year and a half. And I think back to this past year and a half and how much time was lost being so focused in on work and worried about getting back to work or worried about this, worried about that, that I missed out on living. And you should never miss out on living over just because of work, you know? And if that's, like I said before, if work is something that you love, that is wonderful. But, you know, and I do love what I do. I love being a hospice nurse. I love being there for families. And I love making you know, something that's so awful, be something beautiful and healing at the end of life. But I also got to realize that my personal life comes first. And if I, if I am going to be a healthy individual, mentally, physically, I need to put myself first and not focus in so much on work. So, um, it's definitely a work in progress. I think we're all sort of a work in progress right now where we're trying to find ourselves, trying to find who we are outside of our jobs. Um, and we also just kind of realize that we're not, we need to not look to the future of, Oh, I can't wait to retire. I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to my kids are out of the house or this or that. You got to live in the now. You've got to put yourself first, put your family first, put your friends first because those are the relationships that are going to last. And, you know, luckily in nursing and the field I've been, I've met my very best friends from that, but we all are in that same place right now where we're like, life is more important than, than this. than just this constant turmoil, constant burnout. And why am I just overworking myself just to be exhaust- so exhausted I can't even live my life outside of work because I just have to, you know, It's whether it's you're catching up on sleep or just I have to literally take a mental day just to, like, get over the day that you had. So I think it's something that's so big right now and so relevant, especially during a COVID pandemic. Um, so many of us have lost sight of our personal life, lost sight of that because, you know, it's just, it's a lot. Um, and especially with healthcare workers and during the COVID pandemic, we've been so overworked and it's, it's hard, but I just want you to know that, you know, you are, you are most important. Your family is most important. Your loved ones are, and they see, they see how you're being affected by this. Um, and I think once we put ourselves first, when we make our personal life a priority, we'll finally start to see, you know, what we need to do to make that happen. Um, It's hard. It's hard for me because I do love to work um, and I have to work. You know, I have bills to pay and that's what all of us do. We all have bills to pay. That's why we work. But. If we didn't have bills to pay and we didn't have to work, I'm sure as shit for sure that, you know, we wouldn't be sitting in an office or doing that. We would want to be on the beach in Santorini or, you know, sitting on a beach somewhere, sipping a margarita, you know. Obviously, we need nurses. We need different lifestyles. We need oil companies, whatever, to function. But... I think if we all had the choice, we know what we'd be doing. Um, So, yeah, it's just, like I said, this has been weighing heavy on me. This has been something I've struggled with for many years. And I think it's time that I'm just like, Brenna, life is too damn short, you know. Everyone makes fun of the yellow phrase from years ago, the you only live once. But, you know, we do. We only live once. And it's so important for us to put ourselves first. No job is more important than your life. And there's so many, you know, you hear of, you know, people who, you know, constantly working and doing this and doing this and not putting time for themselves and that are depressed, anxious, you know, you see suicide, you see so many awful things happen when we don't put in the time for self-care. And I call bullshit on it. We should not be doing this to ourselves because we shouldn't be miserable. We shouldn't be so overworked and so tired that, you know, our loved ones notice like, hey, like, you are not okay. Like, what's going on? Um, And this shouldn't be normal to be overworked. It shouldn't be normal to be burnt out to where you don't even want to get out of bed. You know, I've been burnt out so many times in my four years of nursing. I never prepared myself for this. No one prepared us for this in nursing school. Like, nursing school is a living hell for a lot of people probably. But no one, they always said, oh, it's worth it. It's going to be worth it. But shit, if I would have known all the shit I'd went through in the past four years because the COVID pandemic I would have been done. <laughs> I would have been like, "Okay, let's do something that's not healthcare. Get <laughs> me something else because I'm telling you guys, it's been a shit show. And it's it's been it's awful to navigate that work-life balance. No matter how hard I've tried, it's just not working. And like I said, the past week, you know, got some news and Um, like I said, I'm okay. Everything's okay. It's just a situation that, um, you know, with my work, that's just, I don't know how it's going to turn out. And I don't like change. I don't like unexpected things. And this is a lot of unexpected. This is a lot of unknown. Um, and it's not, it's not good change. I don't think for me. So, It's hard for me to stay positive, even though I'm a very positive person. I'm scared. I'm worried that I'm going to get burned out again. Um, And I don't want that for my family. My husband has seen how burnout I've gotten before at my previous job, how it changed who I was as a person. I wasn't the same person that I was. I wasn't bubbly. I wasn't happy that I usually am. I was mad all the time angry anxious and I still have anxiety but that's you know postpartum stuff that happened but now I worry that the same thing is going to happen to me as my previous job or I'm going to be so anxious and not be me again and that frightens me because I shouldn't be someone else other than myself because of a job and you shouldn't be anyone other than yourself because of anything you know it's not it's not worth being a different person. You are who you are and no job should want you to be anyone else. And if they do, that's not the job for you. And that could be in any situation, a friend group, a family, you know, you shouldn't have to change who you are. They should accept you for who you are and, and that be, and that be that. (laughs) But we don't live in that world, unfortunately, that people understand that concept. Some people do, but a lot of people don't, but all I ask is just prayers during this time of change, and hopefully that this isn't going to be, you know, as bad as I think it is, Um, or as worrisome as I think it is, but um, I've had a lot on my mind. This weekend has been a time to decompress, to think, to ponder what is going to happen and what i think about it you know i wrote my feelings down and made myself heard hopefully i hope i i made myself heard um and that's the thing is i'm not i always am one to advocate for my patients but not advocate for myself um but in you know a previous episode i talked about advocating for myself postpartum with you know the struggles i had mentally And now I want you all to advocate for yourself with your job, you know, Um, you know, mentally, like I'm going through a lot of the mental stuff that I did before, but um, due to a different reason um, and advocate for yourself for your job. For your organization, because you're worth more than that. Know your worth, and you'll and when you know that, know your worth. And if it's not being met at work, where they're not uh, not seeing what you're doing, the time you're putting in, the sacrifices you're making, if you're not getting the raise you want or the promotion you want, know that there's a better place that you can be. There's There's a light at the end of the tunnel, like they say. Um, And you shouldn't have to sit around and wait for someone else within the company, within an organization, within a hospital. You shouldn't have to wait for them to realize it. If it's not happening in the time frame that you expect, I always recommend, you know, go to a different, you know, there's jobs everywhere. You can always try and find somewhere else. Or, like I said before... If you're putting in all this time and it's not going notice, you're doing all these extra things, don't do the extra stuff that you know they've been doing. set a, set a boundary and say, you know, we're in the videos that um, Lil Whaley did on Instagram that I said, she said respectfully, no, I'm going to have to decline because you know if I'm not being compensated for for the extra work, I will not be doing that. And just think, know your wage. And honestly, it's I th- at first I'm like, oh wow, I'm like that's that's ballsy, you know, it's ballsy, but it's worth it. And they knew their worth. Whenever I think of it now, I'm like, God, I wish I had the guts to say that before. And you know, for the first time in my nursing career, I finally did speak up for myself, and I felt good. And I don't know what's to come out of it but we'll see and I'll keep you updated. Um, but it's, it's a hard time right now. This is a season, you know, I was in that good season with taking my mental health first with vacation. And I'm hoping this is a continuation of that, but it might be a little bit of a rocky season during this time. And that's okay because that's what we go through. We go through, go through this roller coaster called life. I know cliche, but it's true. Where we have these really good ups and we have these really good downs. And this just might be, you know, this just might be not mid not midway where we don't know if it's gonna be good, if it's gonna be bad, but we're just along for the ride. Um so we'll we'll see what happens. I I don't know. I'm just trying to stay positive, trying to keep a good heart keep my mind in check, you know, and like I said, I talked to my husband, it made me feel so much better too, Um but I just think this is something that, you know, I don't know, I don't know, that's how my mind's been, where I think I know how it's gonna go, and then I'm diverted to another crazy thought. But before I move on with the last part of the podcast, I'm, we're going to do a quick ad break. So for the last part of this um, episode, sort of like I did last time, I'm going to talk about like the future episodes. So um, with um, this episode, I've talked about putting yourself first. That your personal life is a a priority, your self care is a priority, Um, and I've talked about nursing and doing some episodes about that. And honestly, I am really thinking the next couple episodes will be focused more on nursing and what the realities are of nursing. Um, And I'm not gonna, it's not gonna be bad the whole time. I promise. I know this podcast isn't really making it sound that great but um I think you guys deserve to like hear the true things that do happen in nursing what we go through the burnout the the guilt the everything we go through you know the loss the the triumphs that we have um but it's it's hard it's hard to go through what we go through Especially during a pandemic, we lose sight of who we are a lot of the times because we're putting others first constantly. Of taking care of our patients, um, and then we come home, we take care of our loved ones. That's just the, what we've always have been known to do. But I would like to talk about the things that weren't discussed in nursing school. Of you know, we talk about care plans. We talk about you know, patient medications, things like that, but they don't tell you of what mentally goes on in our minds when we lose a patient, when we experience, you know, a code or whatever we go through. You don't go through all that. You don't know, you don't see how it affects you when you go home. And with everything that I said was going on this past week, um, with the changes that I have up ahead, I think this is something too of where we need to talk about you know, pay in nursing and, you know, we might discuss some travel nursing aspects too of compensation, of overtime, of mandatory work, mandatory hours, um, staffing. Uh, staffing is a bitch. But talk about those things of where before I was like, oh, there's plenty of nurses, there's plenty of nurse aides. Ha, joke's on me. That's a lie. Um, but about staffing, about administration, about things like that that you really don't get to hear about in nursing school that I myself wish I would have known about, you know, because they're in nursing school. They say, oh, there's so many nurses, you know, it's job security, which it is now for sure because we have so many leaving the bedside. Bedside nursing is dwindling every day, probably every hour, especially at this time. Because we see so many, so many changes, so many changes in pay and raises and things like that. So that's something I really want to discuss, but keep it, you know, pretty PG to where it's not, you know, I don't want it to be where you, like, if you're thinking of nursing that you fear nursing. But I think it's important to know what you sign up for what to expect and what to know of that. It's not always bedside nursing, you know, you can go to different, you know, nursing jobs, you know, um, there's, there is a, it is job security because there is a ton of different jobs that you can do. There's aesthetic nursing where you can work for like, um, uh, like where you can do like Botox injections, things like that, which sounds super cool. Um, you can be a nurse anesthetist, so like anesthesiologist, where you're doing those type of things. Um, you can be a nurse practitioner. Um, you can get you there's so many different avenues. Um, for me, I'm still trying to figure out what's best for me and what's best for my family. But that is one of the good things that you have is you have a bunch of different fields that you can go into. But there's also times where you're in a field and you might feel like you're stuck. Um, but like I said, nursing and healthcare is a wild, wild field, but um, we get through it. And hopefully, I can keep that mindset of we'll get through it with the changes that are happening. I don't know. But again, with nursing comes changes in your personal life, changes in your mental health. Um, there's a lot of trauma in nursing with wherever you work, whether you work in an ICU, whether you work in med surge, hospice home health, you see a lot of loss, You, see, but you see a lot of triumphs too. You see a lot of people go home and be healthy and have amazing surgery and recover. And I know we need people to do all aspects of nursing, the bad, the good, the hard, the loving parts, but it does come with a lot of baggage and it comes with a lot of trying to navigate what to put first. Do I put my job first? Do I put my family first? Do I put myself first? And it's really trying to juggle all of those things. Like I said, time management. That's the one thing we learn in nursing school. And that's something we use in our everyday lives of trying to figure out of what time I take for myself, the time I'm at my job and what time I do for my family. How to realize, okay, this, I need a break before I actually break mentally. And that's sort of the part where I'm at now. You know, I took a break and, you know, I'm hoping that things continue to get better. But I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And it's just nursing is a wild ride. Healthcare is a a wild ride. But this is why I'm here to talk about the hardships of life, of work, And we all are in the same boat. We've all dealt with this in one aspect of our life. You know, being a stay-at-home mom, you have that difficult choice of trying to figure out, you know, you're with your kids all day. You know, figure out the time of when you have time for yourself, time for your spouse. When you all honestly just want to take a nap or read a book or do whatever you want to do. It's hard to manage that and being, whether you're a man or a woman, there's so many different things that you go through, you know, that you just, it's hard. It's hard to manage the time. Um, But for me, it's just life is this beautiful thing that we get. We get to experience life, enjoy life. And I don't want to lose the relationships that I have in my family, with my friends, with my husband with my son, I don't want to lose out on those relationships. I don't want to lose out on those experiences with them because that is what life is about is experiences to experience people, to experience love, to experience life and joy. And I want you to experience that in your job too. And if you're not experiencing that in your job, we need to stand up and put our foot forward, we need to advocate for ourselves and realize that we are worth more than just our job. We're worth more than what administration or, you know, CEOs or things think of us. You know, we are worth more. And that's okay to tell people what you're worth. It might not be what they want to hear or what they want us to say, but it's our time to speak up as nurses in healthcare, it's our time to speak up to know that we're worth more, that our personal lives matter, and they are a priority. So I thank you guys for listening to today's podcast episode. This is something, as you can tell, is very near and dear to my heart as a nurse. We've had a really rough few years, and I'm hoping that you know good things come out of this. I hope that things get better but we don't know. We don't know what the future is to hold, but we can just hold on to hope, hold on to love, hold on to family, hold on to the self-care that we get and just realize that that comes first. Our personal life comes first and it's a priority. I love you guys all so much. Thank you for listening and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye guys.